0: I hope you can tell me what...
1: your place daddy that's hard time that's hard time but to be the man you gotta beat the man and i'm saying woo, right here in nashville tennessee pal i'm the man but the cream will rise to the top oh yeah Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass! I am the game, JR. Rest in.
2: This can only mean one thing. We are back with another episode of the hot tag. And instead of Flashback Fridays, we are now on Throwback Thursdays. Welcome, everyone. Uh, glad that all of you are joining us. So, um, hope all of you are doing well this evening. And, uh, you know, I want to shout out a few people before I bring in the. Uh, the hostess with the mostess um, before before we bring in the guest of honor here. Uh, famous K.J. Carter, James Chadwick, Bork Flazer. Love that. Um, let's see. Kevin Correa, uh, Moda. We've got a Moda alert. Uh, Sean Flagstaff, Dallas Stars fan. And I understand that you're still in horrible pain. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, and Steve walker and without further ado i present to you the one and only brandy smith brandy how are you this evening
0: man so much has been going on this week at the at the hot tag hacienda uh we we have a new we have a new day we have a new time i hope everybody's excited uh your hostess with the most has started a new job this week
2: uh, Jeff has been busy there's
0: been, a, there's been a lot going on guys
2: Yeah, it has been a lot been a going lot. on It's been a lot um, So, before we get into our topic of the week I just want to say that If you're here now, come back in a couple hours Because at 9 o'clock We are doing an episode of Ask the Insiders With Joe and myself And um, that's going to be a q and a you guys will have a opportunity to ask Joe and I some questions and um we'll just kind of chat it up a little bit chop it up and uh have a little bit of fun um nothing too serious but hey you know we're we're gonna have some fun later on and that's also going to be to uh celebrate um our uh <laughs> Rusty Shelkfert thank you so much um that's going to be to celebrate our uh hitting 1000 subscribers so thank all of you for getting us to uh to 1000 subscribers uh Woo! and as Rusty has figured out um we we are now monetized so uh, Rusty has graciously giving us a super chat of $20. So thank you, Rusty, for doing that. Oh, um, man, we have to do that. W- we appreciate that. And every time we get a super chat or a donation, you're going to hear this. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you so much for that. Um, James Chadwick, we understand. He says, uh, I'm going to miss that live. Unfortunately, it's 2 a.m. for me. Listen, I understand completely, man. I understand. It's all good. It's all good. Um, that the beauty of it is, it's going to be on YouTube. You'll be able to play it tomorrow and hear some of the ridiculous stories that Joe and I will tell and all of that. Um,
0: and take it with (laughs) you on the go with your favorite podcast app.
2: That's right. Take it with you on the go. Uh, (laughs) Moda, Moda is being too kind to me right now. He says, and I'm, I'm going to, uh, to do this in the voice that he's giving me credit for. He says, Jeff has such a soothing voice, he could be the overnight DJ for an R&B station. The Quiet Storm with Gentle Jeff on 101.3, The Insider's Radio Network. So, um, (laughs) enough about that. Uh, Rusty says, Brandy doesn't tell Rusty what to do. Like we we don't tell we don't put Rusty in a corner and we don't tell Rusty what to do. I'm saluting you right now. All right. And, And before we get started, before we get started, as always, we have to shout out our wonderful friends at Manscaped. They are our sponsor and they are refining the gentleman. And guys, listen, it's 2020. We're not in the 70s anymore. Tame your jungles, okay, um, ladies. If you need to give your guy a hint, and he's still living in the '70s and he's got sideburns in places that uh, aren't his face, <laughs> buy him some manscaped, okay. Give him, give him the hint. Give him. The I know hint.
0: what to get baby boy for Christmas.
2: There you go. There you go. Get him that lawnmower 3.0, or get him the cologne, or any of their wonderful products and accessories and, uh, yeah, you know, help, help him re refine himself there. So, uh, so yeah. Um, (laughs) Mr. Smooth says, um, watch out, Brandy, we'll put the ginger snap on you. So, I, I don't know what that means and I'm not going to ask. So, no, no, no. Uh,
0: my wrestling name was going to be Ginger and my wrestling ginger, move was going to be Ginger Snap. The Ginger
2: Snap. There yeah. you go. Okay. Okay. Well, it did. It, I, I was thinking for a minute that that was headed in a direction that I took it in because of the uh, Manscaped promo. But hey, we're all good. We're Jeff, all good.
0: I need to offer you a therapy session.
2: You know what? You never turn down a therapy session. <laughs> All of us need therapy. So, uh, so yeah, um, <laughs> Butterspark puts say the, uh, the infamous eggplant and scissors. And that's scary because I don't want scissors anywhere near my eggplant. So, um, <laughs> Just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to nick anything. But anyway, um, we're we're going down a rabbit hole here. So no, um,
0: fruits or vegetables on this podcast. No,
2: no, no. The uh, yeah, we we don't want to injure or harm any vegetables or fruits or sacks um, during the making or live broadcast of this show or any other show that we have for that matter. So this week, this week. We are discussing a match that is so difficult and it changes everyone that enters that match. No, we're not talking about uh, Judy Bagwell on a pole. We're not talking about Viagra on a pole. We are talking about hell in a cell. So... Brandy, I've, I've spoken way too much. I want you to take it over and, uh, and discuss the origins of Hell in a Cell and, um, and, and what you know how this came to be.
0: Well, Jeff, get your want, want, want ready because I'm about to say a name we don't necessarily like that much around here. But the idea for the Hell in a Cell has been credited to Mr. James E. Cornett. you asked i deliver thank you very much and according to vince russo yes jim may have come up with concept based on things that they had done before in memphis and in wcw but he himself came up with the name so if you take that to the bank i don't know how much money you're gonna get but there you go all right, Hell in a Cell started during the beginning of the Attitude Era. The first Hell in a Cell match involved Sexy Boy himself, Mr. Shawn Michaels, and The Undertaker. The and Undertaker, we have that
2: on the screen right now.
0: Woohoo! And The Undertaker has participated in more Hell in a Cell matches than anyone else in wrestling history. Hopefully that does not surprise any of you out there. The feud started at SummerSlam when Undertaker and Bret Hart were facing each other and Shawn Michaels was the special guest referee. He meant to hit Bret and instead hit the Undertaker and their feud culminated in the very first Hell in a Cell match. The idea behind the Hell in a Cell is that instead of a standard cage, for instance, what Hogan might have fought in as Big Blue would now have five sides. It would be enclosed around the ring, leaving space for wrestlers to have contact on the outside of the ring and then be closed in from the top. Jeff, is there any other way that you can describe this for our listeners out there?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously the the old school uh, cage matches, this is different than that. You know, like Brandy just said, you know, those, those cages had, you know, no top to it. So the objective there is to escape either through a door or over the top of the cage. You know, obviously you could win by pinfall as well. But, you know, the Hell in a Cell concept is all about that hell in that cell and there's no escape until the match is over even though we've seen people try and try to escape but there's no escape in theory um it's all about um you know causing destruction and chaos inside of that cage and um you know and inflicting as much punishment and damage as possible that's why the uh, the tagline with a lot of these Hell in the Cell matches is it changes its competitors, and it does because you know when you're inside that that cell, it's I mean it's an all out war, and the objective is to beat your opponent into submission. Essentially, uh, you know obviously you can win by pinfall, obviously submission, uh, but there's no, there's no escape. So it's all about causing damage all about causing damage in that cell and we've we've gotten so many good physical um, amazing matches inside those cells and i'm sure brandy um you're going to give us some of those now so if you so go oh, keep yes. keep going keep it going
0: and this you guys it was the very first hell in a cell it was also the standard bearer of what a hell in a cell match should be for quite a period of time. This was also when do you remember? Do you remember who appeared? At this that's match? gotta be
1: that's gotta be Kane.
0: That's what I was waiting for, Jeff. Thank you very much. Yes, this was not only a very brutal match seeing Shawn Michaels take a bump off the side of the cell into the announce table. It was also where Cain first appeared. It was the continuation of the story between Paul Bearer and the Undertaker where Paul Bearer stated that he would reveal the Undertaker's secret and that was a brother he thought was dead. A brother he thought had burned alive by his own hands. So Cain comes out and rips the door off of the cell and history was made. What a lot of people don't know about Hell in a Cell is that there have been a few matches that occurred on Raw, and one Hell in a Cell match that was a dark match. Again, Vince, why would you have a Hell in a Cell dark match that only lasted five minutes, by the way, which is the shortest Hell in a Cell match on record? I don't know. Two of those matches um on raw would occur in the next few months between kane mankind the undertaker steve austin was in one but the one everybody seems to remember the most would happen at king of the ring between mankind and the undertaker now we did discuss this in what was that
2: I just said, "woo" because that one was a (laughs) classic.
0: In JR's words, that was a barn burner of a match. So we discussed this already somewhat in the Undertaker's episodes, but to refresh your memory, this is the first time that you see someone Thrown off the top of this structure, mankind not only landed on an announce table. He was then choke slammed through the roof of the cell, landing on the canvas below.
2: And that picture is on the screen right now.
0: Jeff, you're amazing. What would I do with hey. that? Being?
2: We'll talk about that off off air. Uh, okay. We'll we'll talk about you know my fee for this later on. So
0: okay, I'll send you some peach <laughs> cobbler.
2: Oh, uh, see? Yep. There we go.
0: Yeah. So, at this point, you get the the amazing lines from JR and from the King because they were on commentary for this match. You get, oh my God, he's broken in half. They've killed him. Somebody stop the bleep match. You know, these famous lines that that you still know today, even though this match happened 22 years ago. Now, when mankind goes through the top of the cage, a few things happen. Number one, we believe that at this point is when he is concussed. Number two, a tooth goes through his lip and into his nose. And he then would wiggle his tongue through the hole in his lip for the camera. (laughs) Again, this is a moment where I'm grateful that I can't see.
2: the tooth in the nose though like that's yeah. all that's that's the that's the image that last that is etched um in my brain you know that's yes. that's just the one where it's like okay this dude went you know he he went off the top of it went off the top of the cage um then goes through the top of it he's You know bleeding his mouth is bleeding And not only that but he's He's got a tooth just chilling out In his nose so And um, Undertaker
0: has said that at first He thought it was a booger and then he Realizes it's a tooth Yeah (laughs) So But you know this is going to be a classic When it's Terry Funk's idea To begin this match on top of the cell
2: Yeah 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 and I mean,
0: Mick Foley didn't think he could he could outdo what Sean and Taker had done unless he did something extreme like that.
2: yeah, and the other thing the other thing that's so crazy about this is that taker actually had a broken ankle, yes, going into this match he He had a broken ankle and he scales the side of the cell and is able to climb up there. And you can, I mean, you can kind of tell when he's walking down to the ring that um that he's got a noticeable limp. And um you know that that was you know hearing those stories years later, man, I mean that good gracious, what a what a man. What a guy.
0: yeah, What yes. a guy. There was also a thumbtack uh gimmick in in this match and mick foley was so out of it at the time they they carry him to the back he refused to be carried out on a stretcher they carried him to the back and he asks taker did we do the thumbtacks and they're like yeah mick yeah and vince comes up and hugs mick make sure he's okay and then he says please don't ever do anything like that again
1: yeah,
2: because no one knew. No one knew that that they were going to do that except those two guys. And honestly, I don't think anyone else in the company would have been able to get away with doing something like that without, you know, folks in the back really knowing.
0: No, not at all. And some people believe that the bump through the cell was a work, but I don't believe that at all. I, I don't think so. I don't think you would get the genuine shock if it was a work. What do you think, Jeff?
2: No, I, I don't I don't think that you that you get the reaction. Uh there there are definitely times when you want your commentary team to know what's going on and folks in Gorilla to know what's going on. But for a moment like this, I mean it's not like you can practice this, you know. Like you, you can't you can't practice all of this. It has to be done in the moment. And you just hope and pray for the best and seeing how Mick landed. And, you know, the first time going off the top of the cell, that was crazy. I mean, it hadn't been done. So you needed a legitimate you know, surprised reaction from Jr. and Jerry Lawler in that moment to really sell what just happened.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I think this fall was such a big deal because this structure is larger than the standard cage. You know, a lot of people think of Jimmy Snooker flying off the top of the, the cage at Madison Square Garden, you know, was such an epic moment. Well, this was even bigger.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this was this was a big deal, um, and it, it was not planned. Um, I, I mean, it, it, it this was a huge deal um, because I mean, it's not it's not something that you can that you can really you know work out. No, in that way ahead of time. I mean, it's just spur of the moment. You got to act. Um, you know, again, from the standpoint of knowing all the ins and outs of the of the matches, um, just a little bit of insider information. A lot of the times back in the day, the wrestlers would work out their spots. A lot of it wasn't done by booking agents or, or anyone in the back. It was, you know, a lot of times guys call their matches. Uh, guys in and the, ladies would call in the ring and um, things like this would happen. You know, where they come up with a spot on the fly and, you know, kudos. I, I want to say this kudos to Undertaker for agreeing to it in some ways, because for me, you know, I would have been very hesitant to pull off this spot if I were in his shoes, but also to to Mick Foley for trusting the undertaker's work. Absolutely. In that in those moments to be able to pull this off because it's the fall is one thing but being able to judge how much to push Mick Foley off the cage is just as important because you push him a little too hard and he's going to end up on that guardrail and we're having a very different conversation about this match and you know what if that had happened and something catastrophic you know, took place, we may, we, we would may not have any more. Hell in a cell. Right.
0: And the Undertaker has said that Mick did not fall the way he wanted to fall. Also, Undertaker has also said if he were not standing more so on the poles of the cage, he would have gone down to landing on Mick and possibly killing him. Mm-hmm. So you think about if if a few seconds had been different, if a few inches had been different, how catastrophic this this would have all ended. I'm gonna Absolutely. make a I'm gonna make a couple more honorable mentions for Hell in a Cell match. If you guys remember the infamous dog kennel match, that was a Hell in a Cell match. I don't know how to talk about this this one particular match because it's awful. It's a bad idea. Why would you do this? But it was the 90s and it was WWE. There was also a Hell in a Cell (laughs) match at WrestleMania between Undertaker and Big Boss Man where I believe it was the brood who came out, somehow put a noose into the cage and decided it was a good idea that when this Cell lifted that it looked like The big boss man was being hung Very bad idea
1: Yeah not
0: good. But nevertheless this is the past Of WWE This is Wrestlemania history This is Hell in a Cell history And I believe that was Wrestlemania 15 Guys if not feel free to correct me But the last match I really want to dig into Is the very first time a championship was contended during a Hell in a Cell match. And this happened in 2000 between Triple H and Cactus Jack, one of my favorite faces of Foley, a character I would love to have in a therapy session, let me tell you. But during this match, you see the two by four wrapped in barbed wire this is again this is the first time a, a championship is defended inside the cell. You see the sledgehammer I believe. I mean these guys were all over the place. This was no holds barred. Hardcore as as you could get at the time. As you could possibly get at the time. Triple H would end up retaining his championship, but if you guys want to see a match by all means, go back look at the Sean match with The Undertaker. Go back, look at the Mankind Undertaker match from King of the Ring 98. Go back and look at this Triple H match with Bang Bang and really (laughs) see what these guys did with each other and how they put their bodies on the line. And if you're seeing a commonality here, you see Undertaker in these matches. You see Mick Foley in these matches. Triple H himself has been in several of these matches. King of the Ring itself would not become a pay-per-view until 2009, which surprised me because I, I really thought it had started earlier than that. But no, they were, they were special attraction matches, for instance, at WrestleMania or certain pay-per-views throughout the year, but they would not, become a pay-per-view offered mainly in October sometimes in September until 2009 and in these pay-per-views there are one to three Hell in a Cell matches I don't know about you about you guys but I prefer it when there's more than less and I can't even see it so that lets you know how much I enjoy it we had the first female Hell in a Cell match between Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks in 2016 so these, these matches are historical. These matches are huge. These matches are epic. And again, the cell would go under a change of sorts in the last couple of years. Now it's a red cell. It, I believe, is a bit heavier. The wire mesh is a little bit closer together, making it more sturdy and making it more durable so the participants do not get as hurt as they have in the past. But I want to throw it out to the community, and I want to throw it out to you, Jeff. What do you like better, the regular cell or the crimson version of the cell?
2: See, I, I like the, the crimson version of it. Um, because to me, it really differentiates itself from the regular cage. Right. It, it to me, it feels a little more like, OK, now I know this is a hell in a cell match um, as opposed to a cage match. Right. And plus, I think it also helps uh, fans that aren't as familiar with uh, wrestling, newer fans. Um, you know, they won't get they won't get as confused, in my opinion. Um And those are things that you have to think about. I mean, I know a lot of us, most of us anyway, if you're of a certain age, um, I mean, you you grew up with the cages being, you know, the steel cage match, you know. Or, you know, blue or you know, Mm -hmm. or just, you know. But to me, I just like the feel of it. James Chadwick says, the red cell makes it look like hell. So, I
0: Okay.
2: Okay, I get it. I get it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I I think, I think that's a a fair assessment there because I mean, again, this is a different type of match. This is supposed to be a match that, I mean, when you get to this match, one or two things happen. Uh, Either you're in a feud that you're in a spot where you cannot go anywhere else, like any further. You've got to sell it in hell in a cell Um, or, you know, it's it's just one of those matches where, you know, you, you've got to, you just got to cause as much damage as possible. So for me, that's why the, the red just kind of stands out a little bit more.
0: And, and I love that perspective because I don't know, you know, I, I, I obviously can't see the difference. I don't know how it it makes a more emotional impact. But to me, I think the red cell is perfect for the fiend character. You know, I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily know for sure if he's going to be this generation's undertaker. I would like that to be the case. But I think the red hell in a cell fits his character very well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think aside from, I know a lot of people are kind of leery for him to be back in a hell in the cell match because of how last year's hell in the cell match went with seth
0: well i uh, enjoyed I, last year's match
2: you enjoy okay i mean i know a lot of people didn't enjoy it and you know a lot of it was because of the finish right and you know the referee a lot of people you know whether you think the match was a disqualification or if it was a stoppage um you know, I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people just, um you know, they they don't necessarily like it. But I thought in terms of story wise, I thought it was it was fine. I mean, I, I wish I wish that it had gone a little bit different. But, you know, at the same time, I got it. You know, I, yes. I got what the fiend was trying to project there. You know, it, it's, all, yes. it's all it's all it's all. You know, it's all about you know telling the story uh shout out to jason peace who just joined us um moda says this is one of the rare times where i go new school over old school give me the red cell Butterspark says hell in a cell 2019 was a masterpiece in storytelling maybe not the results people wanted or conclusiveness so you know so that That's one of those things where I thought, you know, in terms of building the Fiend up as this indestructible monster. Right. That match accomplished that goal.
0: A a few more things about the Cell, you guys. There has been a six-man Hell in a Cell match. Uh, That's the only six-man Hell in a Cell match that there has been. You've also seen superstars compete in the Cell, such as CM Punk, Mark Henry, John Cena. Randy Orton, The Undertaker, obviously, Mick Foley, Shawn Michaels, more than once, as we said earlier, Triple H. Can you, can you think of a match, Jeff, that was your favorite Hell in a Cell in the past 24 years?
2: Well, obviously, um, (laughs) Undertaker Mankind is, that's like one of the, one of the ones that stands out to me the most. Um that's probably my favorite of all time because the moments in that match were so I mean just so crazy. Yes. That um that it was I mean it was I I thought it was great. I think back to um trying to think 2014 um I believe Dean Ambrose was uh, was in um, Dallas Stars fan says, in my opinion, the Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Hell in a Cell match at Bad Blood 2004 is very Good underrated. Shout. I
0: Good would shout. agree
2: with that. I would agree with that.
0: Um, also, Jericho has done some great work in Hell in a Cell. I'd be remiss if I didn't say Jericho.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. James Tabwick says six-man tag. Match at Armageddon 2000 where Taker choke slammed him into a truck. Good stuff,
0: yeah. I think, I think my number one is Mankind Undertaker, my number two is the first Hell in a Cell women's match with Charlotte and Sasha. Not only mm. was there, you know, outstanding workmanship in that match, but the historical value of it as well. Yeah. And then my number three is going to be the original Hell in a Cell between Sean and Taker.
2: Yeah. And I I would I have to mention this one too because I think I think last year we got really spoiled. Um the Hell in a Cell match between Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch last year. Mm-hmm. Was so good, and yes. I think a lot of it was because of how innovative they were during mm-hmm. the match. I mean, the spot where they had the chair kind of lodged into the into the cell on top of the Kendo sticks, and they did the spot yes. there—that was brilliant. Yes, uh, I really loved that spot, and it was just brutal. I mean, it was just a brutal match, and one of the best hell in a cell matches. I mean, I don't care women or men. It, it was one of the best ones that I've seen in my years of watching uh wrestling. But but yeah, I mean that that match was just absolutely fantastic. And I think uh James Chadwick is talking about this moment. He says um when he choke slam Rikishi onto the truck and yes. I have that on uh yes, Rikishi I've got that on the, the screen. the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I no offense to Rikishi because I'm a big man myself, but I know those tires on that truck were pissed with how he <laughs> landed in that truck. They were those tires, if they if they could speak, they would um be bleeped out on <laughs> WWE television because they were pissed because that landing in that truck, that was rough. I mean, he he um he tested out the hydraulics. On that truck that day.
0: Definitely. (laughs) Well, one of my favorite gentlemen in wrestling, who is also one of the nicest gentlemen in wrestling, has said that he prefers when the Cell event is a one match per -per pay-per-view event. Do you agree or do you think having more than one in the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view or WrestleMania, etc., is better?
2: See I I think and and I'm pretty sure that I, some folks may may disagree but that's fine. I for me personally when we would only see it every now and again
0: mm-hmm.
2: that made it feel more special. Yes. Um you know hell in a cell in my opinion is One of those matches, like I said earlier, where you reserve that for heated rivalries and, you know, ending a dispute that you can't in any other way. I mean, obviously, the other included in that is a Falls Count Anywhere no No Disqualifications match. But there's just something else about a Hell in a Cell match that feels different, that feels elevated. So... For me, I mean, now in, in, in a couple of weeks, we're gonna have the hell in a cell pay-per-view. Um, and we're gonna right now, from my understanding, we have three hell in a cell matches on that particular card. So I think if the story is right, that's fine. But for me personally, I want I want it to be um I'd like to see them fewer and further between, in my opinion. What about you,
1: Brandy?
0: And we normally don't talk about current product on on this show, but I feel like this year is relevant as well because you have your first career on the line match in the cell with Roman. But I feel like that doesn't have to be a cell match. I feel like it could be done differently. As far as storyline goes, it could be, a no-holds-barred, no-DQ, whatever. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the cage. Um, Bailey and Sasha are to be in the cage as well, right?
2: Yeah, so Butterspart says yeah. um, Sasha versus Bailey, Roman versus Jay, Randy versus Drew.
0: And again, I think that Sasha and Bailey could could have a lot to showcase in the cell. Um. True and Randy, I think Randy's always great in the cell. But again, you know that's another story you could tell a different way, as we've already seen. So if I could pick one match, say if there was only going to be one cell match, I would go Bailey Sasha.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I'll be honest though, I really want to see Roman and Jay in there too. Like I really want to see it because. The brutality of that match at Clash of Champions yes. was just phenomenal. So, I want to see the destruction in the uh, in the cell. Um, you know, when when we get that pay per view on the twenty fifth, I, I really I really want to see what they're able to bring in that. But I I do agree. I think Sasha Bailey uh, will possibly steal the show. Yes, in terms of the the Hell in the Cell matches.
0: And and you guys in the community, do you have any questions about this form of a match? Do you have any comments? What about dream booking for Hell in a Cell? Do you guys have anything like that? I know for me, I would love to see somebody throw Vince off the top of a cell. Now, whether that can be classified as elder abuse, I'm not sure. (laughs)
1: Listen,
2: Vince um, still has a sense of adventure, so... Oh, yeah, I don't think he'll take a bump off of off of a uh off of cell now, but you know maybe ten fifteen years ago is possible.
0: who knows Shane certainly doesn't mind it,
2: yeah, that's true that's true uh Rusty is requesting, and I love it, so I love it there you go <laughs> there you go uh Come James on, you guys. I says, know says have stuff to say. James Chadwick says Triple H versus Nash Bad Blood 2003 was brutal.
0: Yes.
2: Um Butterspark says I also want to see Randy versus Drew being a hell in a cell match to finally conclude the over this over uh storytelling. Yes. Um We are getting uh Dallas Stars fan says Fiend versus Taker uh, mania hell in a cell match johnny bates says and you know obviously johnny i hope you were able to see uh kimberly and kylie ray the other night uh johnny says kimberly versus rosemary hell in a cell um i'm pretty sure i just heard joe mark out for that from I, I pennsylvania all the way here in new york uh, <laughs> Butterspark says Fiend versus Randy in a Hell in a Cell. Yes. Yes. Give me that. Please.
0: Okay, that would guys, be amazing. How about, about Crosting versus Taker in Hell in a Cell versus Cactus Jack have a triangle. or A, th- triple, a threat. triple threat. Yeah.
1: Whoa.
2: That would be crazy.
0: Yeah. James
2: Chadwick says, Fiend versus Mankind, Hell in a Cell. Um,
0: I don't know. I I can see Cactus Jack and Fiend, but I think it would be more gritty if you had, I mean, if you had Cactus Jack versus Fiend.
2: Mm. Rusty says, I kind of want to see Carrion Cross in a Cell match. Pick your opponent, Keith Lee. Ooh. Okay. Why not the fiend?
0: I don't know. Just Keith Lee was the first thing that popped into my head.
2: <laughs> John, you know what? Johnny Bates, I think, booked he just booked the uh WrestleMania 38 because it would take a year for me to get ready. Um, he just booked the WrestleMania 38 um main event. Okay, you ready for this, mm-hmm. Brandy? I'm ready. Okay. All right. Johnny Bates versus Jeff Watson. Hell in the cell. (laughs) WrestleMania 38. Book it. Okay. Just book it.
0: Can I be your manager, Jeff?
2: Sure. You can be my manager. All right. Johnny, here's what I have to know. Are you gonna take a bump off the top of the cell? If if you're willing to take a bump off the top of the cell, we can we can do it. We'll book it. I'll reach out to my to my people. They'll contact your people, and and we'll book <laughs> it. <laughs> Butterspart says carrying cross and fiend hell in a cell. Yeah. James Chadwick says cross versus Triple H hell in a cell. Both.
0: Wait now really or in- then. Now or then Triple H. Like, I would are you say talking now yeah. or like McMahon Helmsley era.
2: Yeah, let us let us know, James. Uh he's I'm I'm pretty sure he's talking about the heyday of the game, but right. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna speak um for him.
0: How um, about this <laughs> one, you guys? How about Lana versus Eva Marie and Hell in a cell?
1: Guaranteed
0: see, to make me turn my TV off.
2: See <laughs> I, I'm trying to be nice here I'm, I'm gonna be nice and i'm gonna i'm gonna refrain from the comment that was going through my mind um yeah uh james says triple h in his prime all
0: right yeah Good. that'd show. be
2: good i'd love good to see show. those too um <laughs> rusty says can mike tyson be the re- the guest referee for uh my match with johnny um no, you <laughs> johnny have, said you gotta
0: have teddy long
2: <laughs> there you go um, Johnny says uh, oh Jeff I'll be sending you so far into retirement your breathing will retire I'm joking Jeff I really love you um, <laughs> <laughs> and then he says hell yeah I'll take a cell phone <laughs> <laughs> awesome <laughs> <laughs> DJ V Tazzy has joined Tazzy, us he says
0: hello, man. Hey, it's a
2: hell in a cell party Um Taz-
0: has he fantasy
2: book us a match in hell in a cell while he does that moda says the demon finn balor when he's healthy versus the fiend in hell in a cell yes, that would be really good.
0: yes! Would be good. oh that would be great i love it yeah. i love it i love it <laughs> yeah
2: uh butterspark cross will be booked as a lesnar type character once on the main roster boo i honestly i can i can see that happening though um He's we don't that kind need of another
0: Lesnar. <laughs> okay, okay, here's your question, Jeff. Who would you put in the cell with Ronda Rousey?
2: Oh, with Ronda Rousey. Um past or current? Anything. Anyone? Mm-hmm. Give me Ronda Rousey. Versus
0: Lita. Good shout! Love that.
2: Uh, I, I yeah, I would. I think I would like that. Dave in real life says Shayna Baszler. Um, Butterspark agrees. Uh, <laughs> referring back to your uh, fantasy booking of Lana versus Eva Marie. See, I can read these because this is not me saying it. So Sean Russe says, just pull my eyes out now. If that match happens, Look, um, I only
0: got one left. So I'll just take my fake eye out for that
2: one. <laughs> Moda says, I think Lana and Eva Marie beating each other up inside hell and Cell means we all win.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, this is, this is a good one here. And then I'll get the DJ B Tazzy's fantasy booking. Um, James Chadwick says Willow, aka Jeff Hardy, versus yes. the Fiend.
0: There you Love go. Jody's clapping her hands somewhere.
2: She is. I just heard her. I just yeah. heard her. Um, DJ B Tazzy says Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. And there Helena you go, Sa- Taz. You know what? Good job. I'm not one to toot my own horn, but um. I actually called the whole Bianca Belair going to SmackDown, and I think you did. I did. I think her having matches with Bailey and Sasha Banks will elevate her beyond. I mean, just beyond the stratosphere. So, uh, Rusty says Lana versus Nia and Shayna at TLC. <laughs> Uh, oh, handicap yes. match stream streaming live yes, <laughs> on TikTok. tock <laughs>
0: look here's here's my shout for Rhonda okay and maybe you guys will agree with me maybe you won't but I want Rhonda in a cage with classic prime of her life China
1: oh I
2: like that I like that um Moda says. Rousey versus Sensational Sherry.
0: It, it would just be a ghetto street fight at that point from Sherry's hey, perspective.
2: Give me a street fight. I don't mind it. Yeah.
0: Johnny Sherry Bates says,
2: <laughs> Johnny Bates says, Willow and Rosemary versus Fiend and a dark version of Kimberly. Um. Let's see. Dallas Stars fan. <laughs> Hornswoggle versus Big Show.
0: <laughs> or how about father versus son? And that's Hornswoggle versus McMahon.
2: There you go. There you go. Uh Sean Rousseau, uh Shotzi versus Asuka, hell in the cell. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Butterspark. I like this one too. Batista in his prime versus. Carrying cross.
0: Okay. Okay. I like
2: that. I let really go, like that.
0: Let me go back to Oscar and say I want Medusa and Oscar in a cell.
2: That would be very entertaining and hard hitting. Um oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. And I don't know if I said this to Dave. Dave said hi to uh both of us, Brandy. So hi Dave in real life. Glad you're hey, joining Dave. us.
0: Dave, we love you, Dave.
2: James says, uh, can we fantasy book hell in the cell for any company or just no, any company, any company,
0: any any superstar,
2: anybody? Yeah. uh, Moda says Hornswoggle would take epic bumps against big show in the cell.
0: Absolutely.
2: (laughs) Yes, he would. Yes, he would. And uh, for those of you who want to see Hornswoggle, he will be on Talking Shop Mania 2 which will be on November 13th Friday the 13th and I'm we will be streaming that it. yes we will be doing a watch along for Talking Shop Mania 2 um, if you didn't join us for the first one my goodness my goodness it was so fun my this one is hurts going so to be bad fun from <laughs> it, it was
0: great yeah
2: and and honestly like this one we're going to Restrict because we're we want to. Oh boy, DJV Tazzy just he just made my night. Um, okay, so let me read through some of these uh, real quick. James Chadwick says Darby All, Allen, uh, versus uh, Jeff Hardy, hell in a cell. Yeah, Johnny Bates says Big Daddy versus Giant Haystacks. <laughs> um, Tazzy, Tazzy, Tazzy. Oh man, oh man. He says Sue Young versus Oscar. Yes, 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 and more yes. Butterspark is going with a uh, a prime matchup that I think would have been great: Tommy Dreamer versus Raven.
0: Yes, that sounds that, awesome.
2: That would have been good. That would have been really good, man. Tazzy's got me thinking about this Sue Young, Oscar, Like, not just, you know what, I think at that point, Asuka has to go back to her kind of um, yeah. gimmick. And, and it's got to be, you know, demented versus demented there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dallas Stars fan. Shockmaster versus Gilbert. <laughs>
0: No, You know, I think I'd go Shockmaster versus um, RoboCop.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> James Chadwick says, Thunder Rosa versus Allison K, Helen the like that one. Uh, Moda says, Big John Stuff versus Andre the Giant. Man.
0: Could that Andre even idea. hold
2: up? A- Big John Stud. I was about to say, who's yeah. Big John Stuff? Yeah. But hey, he corrected it. Listen, typos happen, buddy. We yeah. Here's the Andre yeah. idea.
0: Okay, I love the stud idea, but who would take the bump off the top of the cage if it were Andre versus Big Show?
2: Oh, Big Show's taking that bump. <laughs> Andre's not bumping for that.
0: <laughs> Big Show. Uh, Andre would be like Big Show boss.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Sean Rousseau says Sting versus Taker. Um, t- 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 let's see here. Uh, Butterspark says The Yeti versus Robocop. Um, <laughs> <The> <laughs> Rusty y- says there
0: you
2: go. Rusty says Orton versus Stone Cold in their prime.
0: That would be fantastic.
2: Good Lord. Good that would Lord. be
0: fantastic.
2: Dallas Stars. These, man. Go ahead. How sorry.
0: About, how about Rodman versus Arquette? Hell in a Cell.
2: You said Rodman.
0: Rodman versus Arquette. Ooh. The why comedy? not Rodman? Dennis why Rodman? not
2: Rodman versus Carl Malone?
0: I'm just saying the comedy factor. <laughs> Malone, Malone <laughs> would, be. would beat Rodman's tail. Put Malone you. in there versus uh, Michael. I mean put
2: yeah, put Malone in there versus Bink Michael or something. Uh, Sean Flagstaff says New Jack versus Darby Allen. Yes. Um tugboat okay. versus Typhoon. Oh, wait, they're the same guy. My bad. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> that's from that's from Dave in real life.
0: <laughs> that's
2: awesome. That is awesome. Oh uh, goodness gracious. Um uh, Moda says, How about Goldberg in his prime? versus the crow sting in his prime like it um yeah butterspark says mongo versus rodman yep mongo i don't they they have some uh some little clips out there now with um with uh mongo and some of his um Wonderful selling jobs um, on Twitter. That's pretty funny. All right. The last few I'm going to read here and then we're going to get out of here. Moda says, Abdullah the Butcher versus Kamala.
0: Good shout.
2: Tazzy says, Prime Ric Flair versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat.
0: I got one better than that, my brother. Uh oh. Prime. Elena cell flare versus the enforcer enforcer goes on top
2: ooh ooh interesting
0: love you double a
2: interesting shout out to uh the enforcer if you're listening um <laughs> all right guys um so again if you or uh, if you if you want to have a good time in a little bit, um, come back to the same spot at nine p.m. Eastern. You never we know who going, might show up. That's right, you never know who might uh, show up at this thing. So it's going to be Joe and I for a special special edition of Ask the Insiders, um, and you know this is going to be a celebration. Of us hitting 1,000 subs. So we're really happy about that. Thank all of you guys for that. Um, and we're going to take your questions. So, um, you know, try to keep them as clean as possible. But, yeah, we're going to have a good time later. And, um, Brandy, you got anything to say before we head out?
0: I have one final shout for Joe. Joe, this is for you. A Hell in a Cell match, Michael Myers versus Jason.
2: Oh, see? There you go. There you go. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you, you guys.
0: I wanted this episode to be interactive, and it was so much fun. Next week, we're covering Halloween Havoc again on this Throwback Thursday. And the following week, we're going to have a special Throwback Thursday hot tag top 10 of your creepiest slash scariest gimmicks in wrestling entertainment.
2: Yes, and apparently, C wrestling has a question. He's saying, "Can you answer my question now, please?"
0: Yes, sir. Well,
2: will see. I, I don't, I don't see your question, so we got to see it first. I mean, no, unless your question is John Cena, you know, um, you know, if your if your cake is John Cena, I mean, cake. He's talking about cake. If your question is John Cena, then here, th- this is what he's saying here. Here's a question. I'm baking a cake, but the stupid thing still isn't done. Forty minutes has been in the oven. Can someone explain this stupidity?
0: Um, your cake fell, bro.
2: <laughs> um, instead of a bunt cake, you might be having a burnt cake. So um, that might be. We might have to say RIP to that cake, man.
0: You might have cake cookies. I don't know, but it sounds like your cake fell, dude.
2: Yeah, your cake might be resting in pieces soon. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) all right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, And, again, we really appreciate you joining us. Um, And
0: thank you for Halloween Havoc next week
2: yeah we're gonna talk about uh some some spinning of wheels and making of making deals, deals and um and all that good stuff so thank you guys <laughs> um yeah so thank you guys so much and uh again join us at nine o'clock for a celebration and we will be talking to you soon take care
1: but to be the man, you gotta beat the man. And I'm saying, woo! Right here in Nashville, Tennessee, pal, I'm the man. But the cream will rise to the top oh yeah Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. Hip, hip. Hey. I am the game, Jr. Rest in.